Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. One of the most iconic intros in rock and roll history right here. Yes, it's all about anticipation and energy. A little pizzazz, which was lacking from Louisville City last week. Ouch. Worst regular season loss ever? Yeah, I think so. You never know. But you recover. You'll be fine. And then what you do is you have somebody play the piano. Yeah, man. <laughs> and if that's not enough for you, as you build more anticipation, Keith Moon, greatest rock drummer ever, will now play a great intro. There you go. Yeah, man. Racing Louisville off to the races. I think we found who this team is. So cool. It's great to see that, man. It really is. And now, Roger Daltrey will sing for you. Out here in the fields. It's a pitch, Roger. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all fight for our meals? I gotta, I gotta warm up my voice. I'm singing tomorrow. <laughs> I don't need to fight. We all need to fight, Roger. Come on now. To prove I'm right. eh, it's all good. We're gonna be fine. Louisville City, big match. If you're listening today, it's Wednesday. And now, Peter Townsend. There you go. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it, man. Yeah. All will be well tomorrow. And Racing Louisville is already doing well. What a great stretch of three games, man. We're saying goodbye to the Who. Goodbye, Who. Ah, what a great tune, right? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Val. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as our men's and women's national team. Finally, we got something to talk about when it comes to them, right? So cool. We'll talk about that with Joey. Um, this show is available on Amazon, iTunes, Podbean, uh, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Yeah, man. A lot of love. Going to need it after that game last Saturday, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> that was tough to process. <laughs> but it's okay, man. And like we said, Racing Louisville off to a tremendous three-game run here. Uh, hopefully uh, a harbinger of things to come in the future. So with that, please stick around for the whole show. we got Joey Cecil with two segments, a couple of yucks. You never know. As of Speaking of those yucks, here they come with five things. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's national teams coverage? It's the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel special. <laughs> oh, five things number five. Not grounded. Anyway, I woke up for work this morning. Put coffee on, right? Getting ready for the day. Logging on with my laptop. Grab my coffee. Sit down and I look at it and it's hot water. Someone forgot to put coffee in the coffee machine. Have you ever done that? And do you not feel like the dumbest person on the planet after you do that? I felt so ridiculous. I was humiliated, and there was no one here to be humiliated at. But that's the way it goes, Joe. I chalk it up to age. Number four, no words. Look, nothing to say here. That loose City loss was just a mess. <laughs> so, as far as I'm concerned, it's the worst regular season loss we've ever had. 
I know there's been a couple of games where the score was higher and whatever, whatever, whatever. Beach night, blah, blah, blah. But here's the deal. With all the rest that they had, playing that team in this building after that rest and, and losing in that manner, it was tough. But we're going to be fine. If you're listening today, it's Wednesday. And Wednesday is the U.S. Open Cup match, and we're going to do fine against Nashville tonight. Here we go. Number three, staying up. Talking about this for a second because it's relative to something that's a segment in the show. Everton stays up. I'm an Everton supporter. It was a great, great, great moment. Amazing moment if you've seen the clip of them scoring that third goal. But here's the deal. The passion of the fans that you see there versus the passion of the fans in general in the United States in general because we just don't have to worry about this stuff. And that's part of it. We're going to get into that with Joey in the second segment. Hopefully, let's stick around and listen for that. Number two, striking a bargain. U.S. Women's National Team finally reaching a deal with the United States Soccer Federation, which equals their pay uh, along with the men uh, with some some uh, provisions, I think. We're going to talk about that, but it's a great thing. I think it's wonderful how they work this deal out. Totally support it. And then number one, full steam ahead. Racing Louisville finding their identity in these last three matches. Man, it's so awesome to see seven points in the last three games. And they did it in spectacular fashion against San Diego. Um, and then hanging on for a big win uh, in New Jersey against Gotham. <laughs> Don't even get me started. But, man, it's good to see. It looks like the ship is heading in the right direction. And uh, with great things to come, sitting third in the table right now, which is tremendous. Still early in the season. We'll see what happens. And we should celebrate that, man. I hope you're celebrating. And what they need to do after such a great run is uh, kick their feet up and take a break. And then get back to work because there's more games, folks. Racing Louisville, heading in the right direction. Louisville City's going to bounce back tonight. There you go, man. Five tings. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's get into it with Joey Cecil. Okay, everyone, let's welcome back Joey Cecil to talk about four soccer games. Well, three soccer games and one other game that something. was something. I don't know what something. it was. How you doing, bud? I'm, I'm okay. How about yourself? Hanging in there. And just got... All right, so, mm. you know, before we embark on these games, there was some news that came out about George Davis the fourth re-entering the fold. Yeah, man. You know, because he kind of left and people were like, he said he hadn't closed the door on coming back in some way. Well, right. he's officially back. He has been named the program director That's for the awesome. foundations of both the Loose City and Racing Foundations. That's tremendous. Where he will be helping kids get access to organized soccer and the healthy habits associated with the game. That's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Yeah, that is tremendous. That's... And it, it fits someone like him perfectly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, perfect. You know? um, the perfect personality for it. Yeah. Very easygoing, you know, very sincere, honest dude. I think he'll do a phenomenal job. And it's glad to see Agreed. him back, man. Agree. Now, now the team that he used to play for. Well, <laughs> let's let's first let's first start off with perfect soccer weather again. Yeah, man. You know, severe thunderstorm leading up to the game. Right. And severe thunderstorm warning. By the way, I, I put that note there because you know we had a couple of racing home games before then too, where it was just like that. Right. 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 And man, I'd give my third testicle for a beautiful soccer night in Louisville. <laughs> really. <laughs> Seems recently it's just all been just rainy, overcast. Right. Right. Uh, but, you know, we threw out our number one lineup. Yeah, we did. Which, you which know, we talked of, about a little bit, right? Kind of concerning with Wednesday coming up. You hear that. And, you know, I've even said maybe it would have been better to let them backups come in and still be hungry and want to prove themselves. Right. That's what we talked about the after last show. That last game. Do, do you put out your A plus lineup? And I was I was yeah. really surprised. Well, that, you know, well, they did. 
but 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 there was also breaking news joe this is not a drill cannon lancaster was available for selection that was good to see this was not a drill that was good to see man that was but it was very, it was also very odd too that they put that out in a tweet before they released the lineup right right you know um speaking of tweets and twitter fun fact mm-hmm. monterey bay is not verified on twitter they're not Oh, Jesus. No, and they are the fourth or fifth option when you search Monterey Bay on Twitter behind the aquarium in Monterey Bay. <laughs> I was going to say the community association or something. I mean, man, you should have heard me throughout the game. They kept dropping and ranking based off bad plays. Oh, my gosh. I was like, they, they, they sent a pass out of play off a goal kicker. It's like, that's why you're the ninth right, option on right, Twitter. Right, right. A so shame. that's a shame. So let's, but let's let's and go ahead and just. And that's a team. That's a team that just got a brand new stadium too. And you and know? a crest that looks like New Mexico United. Yeah, really. <laughs> just in different color. Yeah, that is true. Um, we're, we're, but you know but we know what we're doing. We're deflecting right now because we yes. we really so don't say, want to let's talk not, about Let's this. not mince facts. <laughs> let's not mince facts. Well, okay, fine. Uh, you know what? I got one more joke about that game. Go ahead, go. You know, they're, they're, they're starting goalkeeper. We had fun with him in Scout's house. Okay. He wasn't having fun, but we were. Okay. Um, okay. His name's Dallas J, which I go, that just sounds like a porn name. Yeah, really? Straight off. Dallas J. Secondly, we, we found out he played for FC Cincinnati for two years, and we just kept chanting Cincinnati reject. Cause oh, that's, my gosh. Th- that's astonishing he... that, that, that you were bad enough that they let you go. Right. Did, did, now, he played with them in, in MLS? Or... It just said, hold on. It just oh. said, let me pull this guy up. Again. Sure, sure, it sure. It said he was there. Come on. Because if he if he's backing up, I mean, it depends he on how far there back he was. 2016 to 2017 and made three appearances. I don't remember him at all. He never played us. I don't think he did. Did he? No, he did not. And mm-hmm. that's why if you're that bad that they let you go, right? That says a lot. Well, see, he was he was playing behind Mitch. So, <laughs> uh, what a, what a great guy to learn from too. Yeah, really. All right, all right. We got to put off we the. Go. We got to put yeah, it yeah. off. Just, it's Let's like, not it's like getting a shot. What happened Saturday night was unacceptable. Oh, what a train wreck! The only highlight to that game was Cam's season debut, and they even exactly. wasted that. That's it. That's that's the only you positive know, you take out of this. I'll tell you this: there was no urgency or quickness, especially when they went behind. Right. They were never pushing. Like, uh, and that's my fear with this team, Joe, is a belief mm. that they can just turn it on when they need right. to. Right. They learned that lesson this week. They really. They did. didn't really seem to ever have it turned on this <clears throat> well, match. The first ten minutes, Joe. I thought the first ten minutes were the best. Were the best ten minutes they played. They got. And I, I want to say. They, I think that. I think they got a crossbar, a couple of good opportunities, a couple side nettings. Right, and 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 that's it. After that, it was just like I'll play drums and I'm I'm going to hang out here and drink beer because this is this you is know, just it just I got uglier rather, and uglier. I would have rather the backups have been out there and lost, so right. at least we weren't questioning. Why our starters couldn't beat the last team in the West yeah, at home? Right. It's just now. I'm gonna. There's a. There's a. A minor, minor asterisk to that. After I, th- I thought okay. about because I just this is true. I mean, you're right. They didn't play a home game for for, for a few weeks. Um, okay. While that stadium was being built, was being finished. So when you're starting the season with multiple, multiple games on the road, that could play a little bit of a role into. Um, you know, into whether your team is quality okay. or not. I think we saw that with Oakland well, last year too, where they well, made a bit of a run later. But they also, if I remember correctly, they didn't play a home game for the first like ten games. I, or I'll something. give you a little bit of that, but you're right, right for what I think. But that's it. That's that all theory. I got. I got nothing else. I mean, that's just. I think what discounts that theory is coming into this game. 
their goal differential was minus 16. Right, right, right. I mean, which I, yeah. is the the tied for worst in the league. Right. No, this is just me beating. This is just me in a ten foot ditch trying to claw myself out. I, I you know, yeah. So you know, so I just this was not the warm up game needed before Wednesday. I really hope they weren't overlooking this team just to get to that game. And mm. this really puts us in an awkward spot now, especially in the USL. You know, yeah. we're even on points with Detroit. Pitts now two back again with a game in hand on us. Right, right. And you know, this is the first mini crisis. Yeah, for Danny to figure out. You know, two losses in a row, and uh, with you know? a week, this is the worst loss. I've said this. I had a, I recorded something. And I was like, "This is the worst loss we've ever had in the, during a regular season." I, I it, you know, it, now is it the I, worst I mean, loss numerically? No, there's a, there's been one other one or no. two other games, but when you only get, other one, I, only other one I can think <clears throat> of was the stadium opener. Right, right, right. You know? That was pretty bad, but it wasn't. But, um, but yeah, when you consider the ner- there, there was, I mean, there was nothing stopping this team. With a superior lineup and, and eight days off or seven days off from not yeah, blowing this so. team out of the building, and, and and you know one last sad point that's not the way to play when you got ten thousand six hundred people there. That's the worst part of all of it for me. You, you know? can come back from the points. You're going to lose games, but when you put when that yeah. many people show up the Wednesday yeah. before, or you know, for, and, and then on you're a, before, and on a yeah. night and on a night where the weather kept shifting too. Yeah, you know, so. Let's just hope. Let's just hope this pisses them off for Wednesday. Yeah, man. I, I'm, you know, I'm, but we I'm, also said we also said we hoped it pissed them off last Friday too. Yeah. So I don't know. It was. Uh, I said this. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything to say about the technical aspect of the game because there it was, was just that, a mess. That's the disappointing part. There was none. And and it's the pitch. You can't say anything. both teams played on the pitch, so I don't want to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just there was just a lack. of... Of of absolute, was uh, they were composed. It was just a lack of lack of execution and lack of purpose. Yeah, yep. I don't know, yep. man. Anyway, I got nothing so, else to say. But I hope we, I hope I never no. hope we never experience that again. Even if we lose games, I mean, you can lose and be competitive. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. This was the complete opposite of the four three loss at LA, where you know they didn't quit. Right. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, but let's speaking of let's not move quitting, on let's to move the on, happy let's stuff. Move on, let's let's move on to racing. Who. Let's just say, you know, before we, we, we do any kind of spoilers, might have turned a corner. Yeah, man. You know? Absolutely. Some, some just, so just some general news before we dive into the games. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you knew Joe, Nadia went on the Men in Blazers podcast. Yeah, I did see that. I didn't listen to it, but I did see so, that she was on it. So, that's so some, cool. some, some good press there, especially for her. Right. Uh, and there's some roster news, too. Uh, racing assigned Sartara Murray. I hope I'm saying that right. Jamaican center back, most recently with Bristol City FC in England. Right, right. She'll be eligible after June 1st when that's the window good. opens up. Nice. Nice for that uh, roster. So, yeah, we start our our trio of games to cover with the Houston match, which mm-hmm. again, perfect soccer weather. Yeah, man. Rainy, Rainy. overcast, drizzle. <laughs> it's freaking storm. I don't know again. what the soccer gods have against Louisville, besides you know a stadium where we get zero calls. Now right, we got right. to get we got to drown every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very odd pregame. Bonner late scratch mm-hmm. uh, with Aaron Simon filling in at center back. Right. Um, and even even before that, I freaked out pregame when Carolyn Dawson was doing the national anthem, which Louisville City people should know Carolyn Dawson's name. She was the Hail Game national anthem <gasps> singer. Oh my gosh, that's really funny, dude! I didn't know Head that. Out. Outstanding. Yes, outstanding. She's the one that stuck out the national anthem in the Hail Game at Louisville Slugger and got us on Sports Center. That is funny. When man. everyone else abandoned ship, she stayed out there and finished the anthem. That's well, that's the way you do it, pal. Trust me when I right. tell you, you yeah. take the, you take the hits. 
<laughs> Sing the tune. <laughs> so, so you know, as we get into the game, Simon filling in at center back had a very early clearance off the line. Right. But overall, just the first half was just a very just a blah blah. Neither team really got into much of a rhythm. It was so. Um, it was so. Man, I hate to use the word not captivating, but that's you know, it that's it. Basically, yeah. it was just people knocking a ball around for forty five yeah. minutes. You know, Houston had the only couple chances of the first half, but there weren't many. Yeah. Um. You know, but as with the case with racing, we we come out one half, and when we kind of just plod through the other, right. we had a strong second yes, half, and Demello nearly scored off a free kick, mm-hmm. uh, which no no spoiler there, intense. Yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> you know, Fox made a great run, which had a Keystone Cops Houston moment where they ran into each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone did put that music to it, which thank you whoever that was. Mm-hmm. That was really well needed. And then we had we had another one of those. Racing Louisville goals given up. Yeah. Which, by the way, I called sadly. Okay. I looked at the gentleman next to me who I've been hanging out with, and mm-hmm. I was like, I got a bad feeling right now. Okay. And he, you know, we made the initial save on a corner, mm-hmm. and they scored the second effort. Yeah. And I just looked at him. I went, I just had, I don't know why, I had a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're going, this is late in the second half, too. And you're going, man, are they going to come back from this? And all it took, speaking of calling things, all it took was a certain Joe Valla calling out Jess McDonald. <laughs> so, that's did, all it took. Did you see? It happened, Joe. That's like the funniest thing yeah, when for, I tweeted for, that so out. Not knowing, you know, Joe and I will message each other during the games, mm-hmm. and, and Joe messaged you going, man, is Jess even on the field? And within a minute or two, she scored that great opposite <laughs> post header. Literally. Dude, I literally I literally posted, uh, posted that, and I, and I typed that. And I look up at the TV screen. And she scored. That is so funny. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was like, so I called the Houston goal, and you, <laughs> you, you caused Jess to feel affronted. That's right. <laughs> to have to show up, and I got to give myself a, a shout out here. I had my first smoke pop in Scout's house. Okay, uh, how'd that, on that go? Jess goal. Uh, it's terrifying, exhilarating, <laughs> everything all in one. I didn't screw it up. That's the key part. How integral? Um, how integral is McDonald to this team? It's just very. It, when she's in, when she's involved, we compete well. When she's not yes. involved, we don't compete well. And and that's just yeah. literally it. I mean, there's no yeah. time. There's no time where you go through a stretch of a match where you're not mentioning her name. Where we're in the front foot. Yes, she is that just that don't. much quality. Right. You know. But let's be honest. This was a fair result. A more complete game. Absolutely. I think you and I agree. It left us wanting just a little bit. Exactly. But, but you could see the improvement. Abs- and right, right, we said that you know? too. You saw like a light went on or something like 60, that in that second half. Sixty percent of possession. Yep. That's normally a stat we struggle with, even at home. Mm-hmm. And by the way, who replaced Aaron Simon? Like that 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 woman was a liability at right back at times last year. Right, right, right. right. And this game, she was solid at center back. Mm-hmm. So transitioning perfectly we had again perfect soccer weather leading up to the san diego game so this is where we found out some some interesting squad news yeah. bonner and freyha were both out due to covid the exposure COVID stuff right and lester was questionable mm-hmm. so we had a martin simon merrick fox back line yep. and alex shidiak getting her first start and no spoilers here, but I think Joe Valla is going to buy an Alex Shidiak jersey. Oh, are you kidding if me? If he hasn't already bought one and framed one. Are you kidding me? I mean, that was... Um, yeah, so, go ahead, go ahead. You know, we had a slow start getting into the game, but we kept good shape and limited mm, their right. chances. Absolutely. S- scary moment early on when Malay collided with McGrady, and M- M- Malay g- got a yellow card on a on a 50-50 ball. Mm-hmm. 
um, yeah. that actually could have been a high boot yep. on Absol- McGrady. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Was, uh, hmm. So we gave up a lot of corners, but they really came to nothing. Uh, and I'm a, I was really impressed with that after being a team this season, going back to the Houston game. You know, we struggled to clear those. But that's the thing, Joey, is that you can absorb pressure. You can absorb pressure and set pieces. It's how you handle the releasing of that and how you deal yeah. with it. And they handled it professionally every single time. Yeah. That yeah. was it, they the way because you can't expect a team's not to pressure you unless you, it's such a ridiculously dominating match. But you're going to sure. get it. You're going to get that yeah. from time to time. Yeah. It's just this was different in the sense that we've seen this before, and then there's just a, a, a horrific lapse and, and something yeah. bad happens. Yeah. I didn't. The, none of that was going on. None no, of that was going. Very clearing them out. There were no second chances. Absolutely. Um, and you know, let's. You know, a, a note I had here just from the beginning of that game was you're really starting to see Hal and Demello mature and figure out the game at the pro level, mm-hmm. uh, especially two rookies pairing together in that central midfield. Yep. And speaking of one of those rookies. Um, Demello just happened to rip a free kick into the upper ninety to go up one nothing. Unfrigging believable, amazing, yeah. amazing and five star man. It was someone awesome. who's becoming a force on our free kicks and set pieces. Yeah, you know Savannah and her and Amina could be a deadly left right combo. Yep. yep. You know how do you plan for that if they're both on the field at the same time? Well, let me go back to this first half too. Yes. Yes. Um, I was not cool with the chippiness that we saw from oh, San yeah. Diego. I was how, not cool. Several how, bad falls. Several. How, turn, how Turnbow doesn't get a straight that red well, elbow. elbow on Malay. Dude, that elbow, you know what that reminded me of? You're going to remember this. The one that McBride took in the in the uh, yes. against Italy in the World yes. Cup. Yes. It hey, reminded way, me of that. It was just awful. Let's be awful. honest, Ref, that was completely retaliation for yeah. her 50-50 challenge on McGrady. Total shit. I, I just, I, you know? Sitting there waiting for the call. And literally, it's, it's another one of these moments in these NWSL-USL matches where you're looking, you, there's this three-second pause, like with a back pass or with an elbow, yeah. and you're like, yeah, what are you waiting for? Lynn Family Stadium is what it is. <laughs> Why are we? Lynn Family Stadium horrifically where, rules, bad call. where was... rules, reason, and logic go to die. So uncool. I just anyway, um, I, I needed which, to mention. By the way, no, 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 no. You are a thousand percent right, and especially in these last couple games, Lauren Malay has taken a beating. Yes, she has. Tough, totally tough. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so let's let you know. Let's get to the fireworks huzzah moment in the open second half, where Alex Morgan comes on as a sub, and <laughs> the commentators got to change their shorts. Of course, and she comes right on, makes a run, shoots right at Lund, and, and we never heard from that's her again. It. Disappeared. Did anyone? Did, did San Diego put out the milk cartons? <laughs> they should have. Missing. Oh, oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. She was just in Emily Fox's pocket. Emily the Fox. Whole time. Absolutely owned her in that match. She so, was, and I'm going to say this too. I, man, Joey. Sometimes these these big name stars on the road in these matches, I, they just don't. They show up when they feel like it. This is well, what I'm starting to see with this league. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, Alex Morgan, anyway. Alex Morgan is, she's a great goal scorer, and that's all she is. Right. Yeah. When she is not involved in the play, mm-hmm. she can't be bothered. Right. And we dominate them in the midfield. And you know. Half. It was yeah. So yeah. Got to give a shout dominant. out to Katie Lund for making a huge late save mm-hmm. off a floated cross that could have just been a nightmare. Yep. Uh, and speaking of the Emily Fox appreciation show, she made that run in the 90th minute past yes. three San Diego. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> You I know? mentioned that too. On the, I tweeted, I was like, "Holy crap!" I mean, talk yes. about a motor. 
And we've yes. talked about that before too. She's you know, she's 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 a she's a front to back player. She doesn't stop, yeah. man. Yep. Such an you know, impressive. Effort. I was a I was a little disappointed in racing didn't have more second chances in the second half. Mm-hmm. But I also realize that's due to them not overextending themselves, right. opening themselves up to pressure. Yeah, yeah. You know, San Diego didn't force them to do too much. Right. And and Joey, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, it didn't feel like we were forcing a press as much in that match either. No. You know, and that's, no. that said something. And it was just like, okay, with that lineup, they're not pressing as much. Maybe they're just, maybe it's a little more relaxed. And, yeah. you know, it's a little more comfortable. And, and if it's a little more comfortable, maybe that allows them to, to feel feel the game a little bit more as opposed to, the, the 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 technical reasoning when you're pressing and and the, the yeah. pressure you put on yourself too because yeah. I heard this once before um, I'm trying to remember who said it pressing when you press you're pressing yourself as much as you're pressing the next team oh true you know and you you have to have a you have to have the mental constitution fortitude to deal with it it's not just a bunch yeah. just run up there and oh, sure. just run sure. up there and scare them so yeah. um you know well, it's like we've mentioned this too you know when you press you put your back line at risk yes you do you know mm-hmm. but you know let's give a shout out how often have we said this that was such a professional win oh my from gosh. racing 100 you know? percent. best best effort i've ever seen them have san ever. diego had a lot of the ball but they didn't let them do anything with it right they've repelled 10 corners yeah you know yep. and statistically we beat the top team in the league at the time mm-hmm uh, Emily Fox had a master class. She yeah. pushed up when space allowed, but she really stayed at home yep. and helped shut down Morgan. Addison Merrick did the same thing. Mm-hmm. She pushed. She she picked her moments to push up and be aggressive, right? And really take some pressure off of us. Um, you know, uh, Shidiak had a strong debut. Man, um, I know mm-hmm. you're in love with her. Oh, impressive first half! Absolutely you know? impressive. Edgy. Uh, you, know, you know, she was all over the field. Um, she's a bulldog. She's yep. a competitor. We have flash and creativity, but we need more of those players. Absolutely. Who are willing to stick a foot in. Absolutely, man. I was so you impressed know? with her. Really, really was. Glad to see that. Um, you know, I feel like we got some, you know, coming out of this game, I really feel like we've hit on some franchise cornerstones in the last two drafts. Oh, totally. You know, totally. Fox, Allen, DeMello. DeMello. Um, they're really coming in on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple last points on this game was, you know, could, couldn't you tell the announcers didn't want to talk about racing all that much? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Everything was, everything was San Diego. Well, I was not happy with those announcers either. They were not oh. prepared. They were not prepared no, for this No, they match. were not. And I, thought, and I don't I like, that's lazy. I thought the home team right. in this league, I thought the home team in this league was supposed to get the lion's share of the coverage. Right. But that was lazy. It was very oh. lazy coverage. It makes you appreciate cats like like Mike Watson, Devin Kerr. They're not yes. making, they're not making yes. a ton of money. They're not making a ton of money doing this stuff. But they yeah. always do these matches like they're doing a Champions League match. I mean, they, yeah. the preparation these guys put in uh, to these matches is is it's 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 completely awesome. I'm trying to think yeah. of a great word, um, but they they and then to to, to listen Man, it's to this, it's appreciated. It's very right. appreciated. You, you know, know? didn't listen to these two. They were just awful. Yeah, it was awful. And it was just like, oh hey, here's the San Diego player. Let's talk about them for a few minutes. Right. It was just um, lazy, and I mean, I, we could have done that. You, would, yeah. you know, five minutes into you know, give us five minutes of prep. We could have done that, and that's not, and, yeah. and that's not what a professional is supposed to do. And I know you're not making a ton of money doing it, and I know you're trying still. to do your thing, but still, you, you put you put yeah. the effort into it. You've got a you've got a job that a lot of people would love to have. Put the yeah. effort in, man. You know, and I know there's been a ton of effort at Lynn Family Stadium, but man, outside the touch lines, that field looked absolutely miserable. Yeah. Mud it looked like muck in a swamp down in that far right corner yep. that doesn't see much sunlight. No. But you know what? Knowing the officiating this year, I would not mind if one one of them slipped and fell down there. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, Just to get their attention. About, 
you know, our last quote about the San Diego game was from Emily Fox, mm-hmm. which I, I love this quote from her. She goes, well, hopefully teams are kind of like, okay, Louisville's got something going on now. We right. need to watch out for them. Right. Absolutely. You know? So, I guess Gotham didn't get the message. No. <laughs> Um, not, the, not the first well, incident, first twenty minutes. Well, well, you know the the well the the alarm bell sounded in my head first off when Bonner and Lester are back in because yeah. we kind of, we kind of discussed our back line had kind of figured something out. It seemed like that's what it felt. like. I, the only reason I was thinking maybe they did that was because it's only been what three days. Yeah. So maybe that's why they decided to 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 bring that those players back in. Sure. But I was sitting there saying, you 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 touched on something that 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 lit a light up. You know, you know, a light bulb went on. You know, yeah. what, what are we doing? But yeah. that's the only thing, and, that's all I had. And we're facing Michelle Betos, right? And uh, in, in, in today's game, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, we had a great start, strong presser and a press. You know, we were more composed and confident, especially yep. out of the back. Yep. And early on, Gotham just wasn't sharp. No, their passes were just going beyond players. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just capitalized on that. You know, our press. Um, well, what even over our press? Emily Fox had a fantastic turn, mm-hmm. uh, turned the ball upfield to Shidiak, who slid it to Kaiser, mm-hmm. uh, who played in McDonald across the face of Golden Malay. Yeah, one yeah. nothing, just like that. Just it was, it was a wonderful turn. I mean, the the yes. pass that passage of play was was professional. It's beautiful. I mean, wonderful passes. Yes. It was so clean. I mean, yes. gosh, that was great. It was great. And I think I've said this before the season that woke up Gotham. Yeah. Um, who really took control of the game after that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lund Lund made a great save off that off that Gotham volley. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how she saved that. Right. Uh, she right. had players in her way. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a couple couple small chances after that. Um, but you know, it was just after that. It was the MVP was the crossbar. <laughs> the crossbar, man. Man. But before we get to that, I do not know how we got to halftime one nothing. Yeah, because yeah, Gotham those, was that, the last ten minutes they were throwing everything, everything at, at our oh goal. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Some, how Christy Mewis did not score is beyond me. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, she she hit the bar twice, twice, including that sick that sick free kick she had that dipped the the other way. Yeah, and that 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 missed by about it, literally. It's one of those. If I'm thinking the right one, there was one of those. It might no wait. That might have been the one in the second half. Literally missed by an inch, an inch, yeah. one yeah. inch lower, and that got you know because some crossbars you hit off the top, you hit off the center. No, this yeah. one it was dipping down. <laughs> yeah, literally another inch you lower, know? and that goes in, man. And you know we get to the second half, there was not much to write home about either way. Yeah. Um, forget the weather. I just wish Paramount Plus would quit buffering. Well, I don't know if you have the same issues no, that a couple of us have had. No. Oh. Their I, streaming at times is miserable. I was, you know, in the second half, there were a couple things that happened. Number one, uh, the well, let me get back to the stadium. For people that have never been to Red Bull Arena, there's something about that place because of the way it's designed. It's it's almost like a frying pan. Yeah, they it, were talking about they were talking about the temperature today a few times. Right, and when it's 95 degrees around the stadium, it's going to feel like 105 degrees in that stadium. There's just something yeah. about it. It's well, got this well, Joe, metal around it. It just it, it, Joe, don't, don't also forget. It's also in New Jersey, which is this, the asphalt capital of the United States. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> so, so you're already a couple degrees higher. Yeah, man. It's and if they actually played in New York, right? It's a very hot stadium. Um, I was also uh, another game that got a little chippy. 
the yeah. last twenty minutes. I thought you know Gordon almost got into it with somebody. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, oh no, no, no. It, it was it was Gordon and and uh, Persh. It was okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because because Gordon stopped a quick free kick, mm-hmm. and Persh was trying to talk to the ref, and Gordon was having none of it. <laughs> she was telling her, "No, nah, this is this is right. This is soccer. Right, right, right. This right, is right. this is what happens." Yeah, I thought they were. Gonna, I thought they were going to start throwing down. I did. I was like, yeah. "Oh, this looks like it's going to turn." You know, into a something. couple times, a couple times, I was wondering how Racing finished with eleven there at the end. Yeah, because we we were piling up the yellow cards. Yes, we were. Um, you know, but you know, player of the match was the woodwork. Yep, Gotham hit it five times. Mm-hmm. Uh, commentators called it bad luck, which I, you know, I agree partially. Right. But I also say that's racing, forcing them into those attempts. Right, right. Then a couple you of know, them were pretty lucky. You're not getting clean looks on goal. Right. A couple of those were lucky that they were even on frame. With the last yeah. one on the cross. Oh, yeah, the one that hit, yeah. You know, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was lucky. That wasn't on frame. She wasn't even trying to shoot it. I mean, she was trying to pass no. it in. So, you know, that it, yeah. a couple of them, you know, like I said, there was at least that one where literally one inch off and you just seem like oh my gosh so but hey well it's happened to us before and there's been plenty oh yeah, of times no, that's what i say this game know. could have easily gone to gotham christine U.S. deserved a goal hell but guess what they didn't right like, and this is the first ever back-to-back wins in franchise history right and that's where I, you know has this team turned a corner i hope so. uh you know i've been severely impressed these last few games mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know you asked if we clean up right those goals by mistake yeah. You know, what happens? And I think we've seen outside of that Houston game, we've seen they've been they've been they've been pretty stout. Yes, they have. And and I'm hoping that the well the San Diego game was really the one that made me holy yeah. crap. This team's and got then, it, you know. Then they carried it over to this game, yep. you know. Um and playing on the road in 95 degree weather. Come on. It, it's yeah. not easy to do. So I mean, they hung in there and they, and they, no, and they and served the point. You just played. You just played Wednesday in a game where it was all hands on deck, right. with a couple players last minute out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, you know you're shorthanded already. Yeah. It, I, so I, it was solid. It was a solid effort. Very positive. And, you know, at yes. times and for for stretches of time. Granted, you know Gotham made their you know took you know the end of the first half. Like I said, I had no idea. Oh, I had no idea how they kept dude, it one nothing. In my notes, it says Jeez. in all caps, get to halftime. Right, right, right. Just get to halftime. But there's something, Joey, it happened to us in the it happened to us in the the uh the Louisville City game, and it's happened to us with racing before. You don't you, you put a ton of pressure on it. I've seen this so many times. I th- I think you're gonna agree with this. You'll see a team put a ton of pressure on, a ton of pressure, it doesn't go in and all of a sudden something flips. And yeah. they're just, it just, it's like you just get, you just, you get tired throwing punches. What, what else do we have to do? Exactly. Exactly. Like the first one, we go know, back to the Little City game. We could have been up 2 nothing after 10 minutes. Instead, it's just like, Instead, oh. it's just, all right, ugh. And then, and then something happens. Yeah. The other team feels a little yeah. confidence. They connect a couple of passes, and all of a sudden, you're down. And, you know, yeah. I think a little bit might have happened to that after the first half happened to that, happened to Gotham. Coming yeah. out in the second half because you know it just they. Yeah, you, I think if this if this game is one one at half, yeah. I think it finishes a completely different yeah, way. Absolutely. <laughs> but you get you get to that locker room one up. Right. You survived everything they threw at you. Right. right. That's empowering. Exactly. Exactly. And it's very really inspiring. And it's it's so much so much good to look forward to as well. You said you got Nadia and Nadine coming back. You've got you you've got some more players coming over. Yeah. Um, you've got 
and you're, you're 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 integrating these players we've just had come in recently, right? Like a shitty act too, right? And then you see you know? a couple of these players and, make are, are impactful, and, and, and you've you've got our rookies really growing in to the professional game, right? Right. right. So you know, everything looks good to me, man. You yeah. know, and uh, last note is you know next game is away next Monday. You got mm-hmm. an eight day break to rest up, all on the road at Kansas City, which has one point on the season, Memorial Day. So hopefully a game where you know. We can get a we can get a, uh, our first ever back to back road wins. That wouldn't suck. Um, that wouldn't suck and at then all. you know, unless you got anything else, I got one last little note on Racing's W team. Nope, that's all I got. Uh, you know, Racing W team. Just quick update for those who don't follow: they won two to one over Detroit City FC mm-hmm. uh, last Sunday with a post eighty minute brace from Emily Madrill. Yeah, man. And then unfortunately lost two nothing to Indy Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their next game, and I believe they're actually playing right now as we're recording. Really? Um, wow. I believe so. So, you know, we'll have an update on them for our next recording. Yes. Uh, but overall, thank you, Racing Louisville, for... Saving the week. Saving the week. And who... who I, I don't mean this as a as a, as a a downturn in terms of, of a quote, but who would have ever thought we'd say that this season? Right. No, and that's, that's you, know, you know... When we came into the season, we expected Louisville City to be a powerhouse, which they still are. And we expected yeah. racing to start figure, try to figure themselves out. Well, they, it sounds yeah. like they figured themselves out a little bit, and yeah. Louisville stepped on their own feet this weekend. Louisville City, yeah. ste- and it just uh, that's just what happened. And let's let's hope they figure it out, and let's hope racing continues to move forward, man. Yep, yeah. amen. So we got another segment coming up talking about some other stuff. So we'll do that in a couple of minutes. Joey, hang out, and we'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right. Before we get back to Joey Cecil. Um, in a couple of matches recently, once in a racing match and once in a Louisville City match, we had an issue with the same non-call of a foul. And it has to do with passing the ball back to the goalie. And I'm not real good at explaining this stuff, so I reached out to an old friend, if you used to watch our Groove Machine vodcast, you know who it is, and he's going to explain this to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Luigi with The Rules. Hey, you want to pass the parachute? I'm hungry over here. All right. I'm in a hurry. I got to record something. Hey, get out of here. Hey, how you doing? Remember me? This is Uncle Luigi. I want to say hello to all you peoples. Hopefully you, uh, you've you been enjoying yourselves. Watching the soccer games there in Louisville. Never been to Louisville myself personally. Uh, but my nephew Joey tells me it's a pretty good place. Probably can't get decent lasagna there, which is probably why I don't go. But that's okay. He asked me, since I am a aficionado of the game, to explain to you peoples about the passbacks. Now, in my world, a passback, this is how it works. Somebody wants to make their bones. I tell them, hey, you go out there, do something for me. Don't tell anybody. And then when you come back, you pass me back a couple thousand dollars and everything's good. And maybe I send you back out, you can make some money, and I can make some more. You keep passing it back to me, I keep passing it to you. It's all about the passbacks, gabish. But in soccer, this passback thing, I don't know. I think these people are still not. You know what I mean by still not? Stupid. That's stupid in, uh, in Bronx Italian. All right, here's the thing. In the game of soccer, if I'm the goalie, you know who the goalie is, right? The person that uh, stands there and stops the balls from getting in the net. Well, here's the deal. If I'm on the same team as him, 
You can't kick me the ball and I can't catch it with my hands. Now you can kick me the ball, I kick it with my feet. You can kick me the ball, I hit it with my head. That's okay. But this uh, this Fenabla stuff, with you, you kick me and I, I catch it and there's no there's no penalty. Oh, oh, what the, what's going on with this? Two times should have happened a uh, racing game. Should have happened with Louisville City. Nothing. Should have been an indirect free kick. I think I'd give him an indirect free kick right in the schnoz. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm talking to all the referees out there. Next time you do this to one of my teams, you're going to get a visit from Uncle Luigi. And some of my friends, too. All right. You're going to pass it back and not call it? I'm going to pass something to you. Maybe in the back. Pa, 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 pa. You won't see it coming, but that's how Uncle Luigi works. I hope you enjoyed this. This is Uncle Luigi with the rules. Hey, you have a phenomenal, fabulous day. I want to thank Uncle Luigi in his own uh, very special way of letting us know that uh, he's got our back. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the second segment of the show with Joey Cecil. All right, we're back with Joey Cecil. Joey, uh, big happenings last week with the women's national team. Uh, pay structure looks like that they yes. have came to a big resolution to this issue that we've been talking about for years. Yes. Um, by the way, listeners, I'd like to congratulate Joe. That was the sixth attempt. I know, man. I'm, I'm... <laughs> that's like... That was the sixth attempt at this introduction, but we got there. Take 12. Just just <laughs> like the U.S. women's team. Yeah, man. Just like the U.S. women's team got to the equal pay agreement. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, they... they <laughs> The, uh, the U.S. men's and women's team reaches an agreement to pool and share World, World Cup prize money, yeah, man. Uh, as well as identical performance-based bonuses for all mm-hmm. games and competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, some, you know, just some, some legalese for it. Mm-hmm. For matches, the USSF controls. Players will receive 18 grand for a win, 12 grand for a draw, and 8K for a loss if the opponent is ranked okay. in the top 25. Was that per player or per team? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, okay. For all other opponents, that drops to 13 for a win, 10 for a draw, and 8 for a defeat. Um, The two unions will also receive an even split for commercial revenue, uh, which includes sponsorships and media rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a fantastic note is both teams will also have access to child care while in camp, a first for a professional men's CBA. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, This is notable uh, because while other countries such as Australia, New Zealand, and Norway have made steps toward equal pay in some areas, mm-hmm. the U.S. deal goes much further by encompassing a greater number of revenue streams, okay. uh, which equality is achieved, including even sharing the World Cup prize money. Wow. So those are your, you know, your background on the deal. Right, right. Uh, some, other, some other dealings are the U.S. women's national team will no longer have guaranteed salaries and we'll have the same pay-to-play payments as the men, right? Uh, which also means that their NWSL contracts will no longer be covered. Right, right. Uh, which questions That's... a little bit about the financial burden yeah. now put on these NWSL teams. We'll talk about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal is through 2028 to cover the next two World Cup and Olympic cycles. Right. So there's your background. I think that's. I think it's great. This is this is America 101. Labor mm-hmm. had an issue. Labor yeah. went to management, they hammered out a deal, and we move forward. And that's to me, that's what this is. I, I mean, sure, you know that, and and you know, there's it, the, the word that you didn't use in any of that was performance. I was very leery about a performance based solution, in the yeah. sense of, well, if they win, because someday you're not going to win. We talked about this before. This has nothing to do with winning or losing. 
Yeah. All they did was turn around and say, all right, this is how we're treating all the players from a pay perspective exactly the same when they represent us in tournaments. And well, that's, at least at least in the World Cup. Right, in the World Cup, right? I think it was a, yes. is it a USSF yes. something? What would they say? was? Yeah, if it's games outside of the World Cup that the USSF controls, mm-hmm. it is performance-based, based right. off win, lose, or draw. Okay. But in terms of the World Cup, it is right. equally Equal. split. Right, so that's a good. That's a great step in the right direction. I think yeah. it's a great, great step. I think it's what's supposed See, to be. I'm also, you know, I agree it's a great landmark thing to happen, but I also feel like, man, there's more relief after how long this has dragged out. Right. And while I feel like it should be a bigger landmark than it is to me, I just felt like we just had to drag a spouse to a wedding they didn't want to go to. <laughs> really? That's good. You know? Yeah. With how long this took. Right. Because uh, you got to think, like, the players who were at the table when this started aren't even in the fold anymore. That's true. That's you true. know that's how long this has been going on. Mm-hmm. Is that the players who made this a point no longer even represent the women's national team? Right, right. Um, so that's my only that's my only criticism is that you know we had to fight this had to be a fight for so long. Right, right. When I think a lot of people in the industry were going, well, yeah, this should be a thing. Right. You know that's my only small small criticism of it. Well. It, it- uh, what they did, I think, Joey, is that they raised the pay for the women without really having any impact on the men. And that's how I'm seeing this. I mean, how I understand okay. the contract at all, as far as the pay is concerned. That's great. That's exactly yeah. what you want to have happen. Sure. You know, it's there was there was there was nothing in here about if you come in eighth place you get this at, at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. just and that's a, that I, I was always against that idea. I always thought that was a bad way to do this because yeah. you're not always going to win. And they didn't do it that way. They did it in a manner that I think was like I said, it's just America 101. Labor said, you know what, we deserve this. This is what we want. They went to management. Management said, you know what, we're giving it to them. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it deserved. Oh, yeah. I think it's deserved. I got no problem with yeah. it. Zero problem with problem with it, the way it's been framed. Absolutely no problem. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. Only, again, only slight concern I got is you know there's going to be a little bit added financial burden on those NWSL sides now. Well, that's that. That's my first of. There's. A, I have a couple questions. That was the yeah, first go ahead. one. Go ahead. The first one is the NWSL. Are they financially solvent enough right now to pick up? If if I'm not, we just talked about Alex Morgan, right? Yeah. Apparently, whatever salary um, boost—what's the word I'm looking for—that she was getting from from the federation. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gone now. Yeah. If I'm understanding this, if I'm understanding this agreement, oh, that's yeah, no, gone. No, it, no, well, well, the thing was this: um, from my from my understanding, is the U.S. Women's National Team paid their salaries right for their NWSL sides. That's a lot so of money, man. That is now the burden of those sides. And right. that's my concern is if they can't, you know, financially take it on, right. how many of these women say, you know what, I'm going to go play in England. Which leads that, that's, well, you're, you're leading me to number two. And that's that that's the second part of it, is that when you see, like, uh, I think it was just today or yesterday, um, where uh, Barcelona, it was Barcelona, and, it was yesterday, Barcelona and Lyon playing in the Champions League yeah. in front of, I think it was 50,000 people. Um, th- that's... That's enticing for players because would you rather play in front of that many people? Barcelona played in front of over 90,000 twice this year. Okay? So would it be more enticing to play in front of 
50,000 or 30,000, whatever there, or, or 5,000 here in Jersey. Because Jersey didn't draw, didn't have 4,000 people in the building today. Yeah. So that's my concern with all of this. Sure. It's fair. They got what they deserve as far as I'm concerned. They, they hammered out an agreement and, and it was done uh, fairly in the sense that, you know, you, everybody seems to be pretty cool with it. But now it sounds like NWSL has been cut loose. Sort of like MLS was cut loose. Now, MLS is, is a financial juggernaut right now because of that of all the seed money you have to pay to, to join the league. Yeah. You know, $300 million just to buy a friggin' franchise. You're not paying, th- you know, these franchises, last year, I want to say it was 2019 or 2000, before COVID, the last time before COVID, 2019 it was, I think, the, the league netted $5 million in revenue. Netted, not, you know, mm-hmm. you know so that's that's not a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it's not. When you break that down over 10 franchises, even if there was only nine at the time, whatever it is, let's just say 10 franchises, that's ha- that's that's $500,000 per franchise. Dude, that's nothing. How much does it cost you to fly your team around? How much yeah. does it cost oh, you yeah. when you're only drawing 4,000 people? How much does it cost you to open the damn building? Yeah. To pay for security, to pay for medical. You know, this is, that's my this concern. Was, this, was part of, this was part of the issues with the original women's leagues here. Right. You know, financial insolvency. So, you know, I think this, that's going to be one of of the side effects to keep an eye on right. in the next couple of years so, is right. not just the players, but the franchises themselves. Right. So when Emily Fox, all right, let's let's use her as an example, young player, yeah. super and talented. U.S. national teamer. National teamer. Her and Jalen Howell at this point. Right, right, right. And so somebody knocks on their door and, hi, this, hi, this is Arsenal. We want you to come play for us. At the end of your contract, what are you making? Ah, screw that. We'll quadruple it. Yeah, because they can. Yeah, you know, because that's part of their club. Arsenal's women is part of the Arsenal club, and the Arsenal club makes a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So that's my concern with this whole deal. Uh, you know, it, I, that's it. That's that's you know, I, I, and I think that's a fairly justifiable concern. I know I, I, it is. It's a it's a big time concern. You know, so hopefully there's there's one other. I don't want to call it a ray of light because it, it's, it involves MLS. But MLS seems to be getting in this game now. And now that it's – because one of the one of my massive criticisms about that league, excuse me, is they had no no connection. They, they would tweet. They would virtue signal all day long. Women, 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 women. No skin in the game until about three years ago. Okay? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, now that it looks like there might you might be able to make a little money, here they come. That's it's just ah, oh, dude. That's but it's that, still that, good for the game if we can get some more professional teams. Yeah, that's MLS though. It's so it's so infuriating. M- MLS is cream philosophy. Cash rules everything around me. Right. Absolutely. And in for a dollar. Oh. MLS. M- if MLS saw an old lady walking towards a dollar on the street, right. they'd push her into a bus to get it. Of course. And it's it's it just it's nauseating because, you know, the, the the teams in Europe that have these clubs, they're running these women's teams at a loss. They are. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. They're yeah, they, yeah. but they don't care. Yeah. They don't care because they know culturally and what and eventually, hopefully, it turns into something that's solvent. And but, yeah, but I agree with you. You know, but here, no. And 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 it's just man, that's. But I'm glad to see new new the, the possibility of some more franchises coming by. We yeah. need them. We need well, them because this travel thing know, is too friggin' much. It's just too much. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, speaking speaking of MLS, mm-hmm. 
I am proud here in America we don't have Pearl Rail because Louisville City would have already been swallowed up by it. <laughs> Dude, you know? speaking of Pro Rail. Oh, by the way, congrats, Joe, on your toffees avoiding disaster. I have no idea what kind of a Wednesday. I couldn't move. I was sitting on my couch. And well, it, you, it you all. Were, you were the opposite of Roger Bennett, who couldn't quit <laughs> moving. Quit moving. The poor guy was screaming. Dear Lord, I, I thought I was having a seizure. Dude, I I I, 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 well, he, I was this. This is what I was. It all hit me at about twelve o'clock on Wednesday. I'd been, you know, obviously I've been concerned about it. And then around noon I, on Wednesday, it all hit me, and I was like, "Holy fuck, <laughs> we might get relocated here." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I didn't move from my couch, and I saw O'Connor uh, before the game, this last game, and he, the first thing he said to me was like. Hey man, how about that Everton thing? I was like, I, I was like, I, you know, I was, it just because it brought it all back. That scene, there's a tweet out there of when uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin scores his goal to get the team up three two. Mm-hmm. You watch the stadium and you watch how these people react. My first reaction to it was, can you imagine that here? Yeah, but you can't. Well, We're not allowed. No, no. Before we launch into that, speaking of of surviving pro rail, congrats to Jesse Marsh. Oh yeah, hell yeah, surviving. hell yeah. I tweeted about that. Today. Maybe now an American manager will actually get more than a window, right? To lead their Bradley, team. when Bradley was at Swansea, it was the same thing. He basically he was just patchwork. R.I.P. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well. But yeah, but like, but I agree with you. Like, can you imagine Survival Sunday in the NFL where everyone kicks off at the same time, dude? It's it's like, the most compelling reality. What TV. are we missing out on? Everything. Everything. This <laughs> Everything. is this is where why the fan bases are so passionate, and we try to recreate that here. But and this is not a knock to any professional soccer team. The the fans of these teams, God bless you, and we've seen ourselves and we've seen how how crazy we can get. But man, they're another level because their oh, literal yeah. survival depends on success. Whereas yeah. we have a bad year, Joey. If we have a bad year this year, if, if everything, if the wheels come off, see you next year. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. Outside of the USL, right here, bad play is rewarded in America. Right. Right. You get the number Tanking. one pick. Right. You get the number one pick. Like so that's insane. It, 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 when you discuss this, it, it's insane. Once you look at it, that over everywhere else in the world with pro rel, bad play is punished. That's right. Here we reward it. And multiple times over. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Cavaliers had two straight number one picks at one point. Yeah. You know? It's um, and, and like, I, 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 I blew one of my coworkers' minds the other day mm-hmm. when I was typing up notes for this. And I go, hey, Todd, do you know what the most expensive, uh, financially beneficial soccer, or I didn't even say soccer, but sporting event in the world is? You know, what's the most financially beneficial sporting event in the world, the richest sporting event? And he mm-hmm. goes, well, probably the Super Bowl. I know in terms of ads, you're probably right. But I go, can you imagine that two soccer teams playing off for the atten- for the potential increase in revenue between 167 and $328 million? million. That's right. That is the championship playoff in England yep. every year. Yeah, absolutely. The man. biggest match in the world. Yep. They're playing yeah, for no, almost two hundred million dollars. There's nothing more compelling that 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 final match. Right? I think the final one is next Saturday. Yes, I want to believe say. it's it's Huddersfield is for sure in it. I do not know if they've had the winner between um, Sheffield and Forest. Let's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I do know the games this Saturday, but I do know that I think it was at Sunderland just made it up from League One. 
Yeah, back up to the championship. Which is yes. which is a big deal um, for the people that watched it. Because they were on that show. Wasn't that them on that show? Yeah. The Netflix Sunderland show? Sunderland Till I Die were back-to-back seasons. They got relegated. They got relegated. And so they're back in the championship. Good for them. But that's... Watch. We're conversing, we're conversing about something that is the literal heartbeat of that game. Yeah. Right? And, and, and people wonder why there seems to be a little bit of a... Um, I don't want to say lack of passion because that's not true. There, there are thousands upon thousands of passionate MLS fans and USL fans, tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. But there's, it's just not as gritty. It's just not as. No. It's not it's as not life Im- or death. Right, because it's, not it's life literal or death. life or death. And when we start talking about life or death, there are businesses tied to these teams that lose yeah. a tremendous amount of money if they if they if they go down. Yeah. It literally yeah. is a community-based sport as opposed to the yes. Colorado Rockies, the New England Rebel, you know what I'm saying? There's no yeah. teams like that any place else that are named after an entire region of the country. No. London know? has what 60 plus teams? I think they have 9 You in don't the top have three the London Soccer Club. Right. Exactly. Might. I don't know. I don't know. Right. You know, you know what? Real quick check on that just to make sure cuz I don't want to offend the London Soccer Club, right, but right, I can't right. imagine there'd be one. No, I think I think I think they have nine in the top three leagues right now. I think that yeah. that, that could be rough, but that's a pretty. They short could start that. their own league if they wanted to. Of course, you know. But can you imagine if we had the Jacksonville Jaguars having to play the top XFL or USFL team? Well, that's that's to the whole, stay in the to NFL. Stay in the NFL, and that's that's or at least or at least the Jaguars play the Lions with the winner getting the number one pick. Right. You know, because late season games between cellar dwellers have to matter, but they don't. Right, and that's that's that's. I just wanted to touch on that because when we were, you know, I'm sitting there watching the game, and when Calvert Lewin, first of all, they go down two nothing, and I can't. I'm just like, it's over. Even forget about it. We're not beating Arsenal, even if we need to. Right. So yeah, it's just like, all right. So here we go. It's two nothing. I go to work. I'm doing because I'm supposed to be working at the time. Ha ha ha. And yeah, I turn it off, and then all of a sudden it's two one. And it, you, all of a sudden, it's like you want to cry because you feel like they're going to break your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, man, just to see, I would recommend anybody that watches the show, go find that tweet or go find that recording of that third goal, the crowd singing, and then they all hush. Yeah. The, it's, a, it's a, you know, the, 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 it gets centered in on, on a set piece and unbelievable stuff. And, and hopefully someday this league, because I know USL is talking about it. Yeah. Hopefully, when when we have enough stadiums, because we don't yet, we we still don't. There's you know some more stadiums need to be built that they'll consider it. We'll see what happens, man. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, I just you know that's one thing I hate about American sports is there is no true punishment for mediocrity. No, because your status is safe. You know, pro rel is an incentive to invest in your team, right? To keep yourself in that league. Absolutely, man. Whereas you can't pull an Orioles or an Athletics. Right. Or Reds, where you just the bomb Reds. payroll. Right. You know? You can't do that, because then you'll automatically finish bottom three, and then you'll have to deal with the financial just just drop to that next league, where right. not only do you have to cut payroll even further, because you're going to be making less ad revenue, mm-hmm. your sponsors are leaving in droves, because you're no longer on the main telecast. Right, right. You know? And fans start showing up less. Right. Because you're no longer in the main league. Right. Can you imagine if they did that to one of these teams here? Oh, there'd be there'd be just revolution. There'd be anarchy. Yeah, I was because all these teams ever know is, oh, you know what? We don't even got to try next year. We'll just keep piling up draft picks. Well, tanking. We'll make money hand over foot. Mentioned that before. Tanking is the. That's why I don't watch yeah. basketball anymore. Why? Yeah. 
the Knicks are always in the tanking zone anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, I, that's why I at least appreciate the NBA lottery because there's a little bit of randomness right. to it, but not even all that much. But speaking you of know? punishment, you mentioned punishment. Let's Ooh. talk about somebody that should have been punished. A couple of people that should have been punished. The last thing I wanted to touch on in this. Yeah. Um, the end of the Everton match where a couple of these kids, these idiots, gotten the coach's face for Crystal Palace. And then today, after the uh, after Manchester City won, apparently Aston Villa's goalkeeper was accosted by some people. Yeah. Let, let me yeah, tell you there's something. There's video of him trying to be escorted off the field, and there's a couple times he clutches his head and face. Right. There's, and security has to try to jog him off the field after that. Let me tell you something. If I ever saw a Louisville City fan do that to another player, I don't care what the reason is. I don't care if, the, if it's Enzo Martinez. I don't care who it Ooh. is. If I saw a Louisville fan run on a field and accost somebody, one of us is going to the hospital. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry, yeah. Joe. There's Joe, no place for it. There is no absolutely place no place for it. There's a, there's this feeling that I've been getting recently, not just in, and it's not just in soccer. And somebody, it's it, there's been other sporting events. You're seeing it where people are gluing themselves to protest on the basketball court, and they're yeah. running onto somebody's going to get really freaking hurt. It might be a player. Yeah. You know, and and there's no place for this. There's absolutely, there's nothing funny about it. There's nothing silly about it. There's nothing, I don't cheer. Like some people cheer. You see some drunken oaf run around on a football field or a soccer field or during yeah. a game waving a shirt. And, ha, ha, ha. First thing I'm yeah, thinking yeah. is deck that son of a bitch. Deck well, him. Actually, it's, it's 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 interesting you mentioned that it just made me think of a of an infamous clip from 2019 mm -hmm. where at the time jack grealish of man city fame now was playing for aston villa yep i believe in the championship against birmingham city which is a rivalry right 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 and a fan ran on the field and decked him from behind it's unbelievable but the only positive light to that was two things one jack grealish scored the winning goal right. which <laughs> deserved right right deserved second that guy got four months in jail well let me yeah well let me tell you what stopped at the yankee stadium back in the day it was a big oh. deal in the 90s 80s and 90s it became a real big thing people would have betting pools if i make it from the first can i make it from the first baseline over to the center field wall then oh. giuliani became mayor he, he made it a yeah. felony that was that yeah yeah <laughs> you never saw it again that's, a, that's how you get rid of the idiots right and there you has know? to be massive penalties for people that do this because yes. what happens, Joey, is this. You see, and we saw this at a Cosmos game when I was a kid years and years and years ago too where uh, several people rushed the field. And this was, a, this was a country thing. If I remember correctly, it was a Colombian player that played for, gosh, I, it wasn't Tampa, but well, whoever it was, it doesn't matter. Um, and the, the, the crowd for the Cosmos games was very multicultural. But there was mm -hmm. something going on with Colombia, and I want to say Argentina. I think it was a soccer. Okay. It was because it was a big rivalry, right? Colombia, Argentina, Brazil, those three teams. And sure. the Colombian team was rushed by. I want to say Argentinian fans, and they were like they were like punching them. Yeah. And and you're sitting there going, and the cops come running on the field. It turns into this. The problem is, is that it spills over into the stands. Yeah. And when one when they see one person doing it, you get a few drinks in you, you get some drunk college kid, hey, let's go over there and do it too. All of a sudden, you got a half a dozen people beating the shit out of people on the field. Yeah, Something bad's yeah. going to happen. You the know, I think, I think part of this goes back to, not to expound way too much more on this, but part of this goes back to this era 
of keyboard warriorism on social media yeah, where there are no consequences and you thinking you can say and do whatever you want. I hear you. And it's in, and it's emboldening people. Yeah. You know, you had the issue earlier this year with Chris Paul's family. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you hear about that one? Right, right, right. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the exact situation was his mother had hands put on her and his wife was pushed mm-hmm. by a fan of the opposing team. Right, that just happened a few weeks ago, right? a couple weeks ago. And that's not even players, that's family. Right. right. So, yes, I agree with you. This is something that needs to be dealt I'm with. I'm glad it's not a bigger issue over here right now. Yet. You know? You know? So, hopefully, I just wanted to mention that, and hopefully people no, hear that. No, I got that. you. you know? So, you know, if you got nothing else to add on ProRail, I think we live the, leave the people smiling. Absolutely. Let's do it. Number one. A little over-exaggeration over yes, of the week. Man. Do it. The sister schools of the Louisville City Institution of Spot Kicks will be the Upper 90 Academy, led by headmistresses Savannah DeMello and Amina Ekic. Head 90 Academy. Uh, Emily Fox needs to retire and join the USA track and field team as a sprinter, but <laughs> only if she's allowed to dribble while she does it. Right, right. Oh, that would be kind of funny, actually. Um, <laughs> did you know that Rose Lavelle now has company in Racing Louisville's pocket? It's now Alex Morgan's in there, too. <laughs> We're going to have to sew in a bigger uh, addition at some point. Um <laughs> Because uh, I don't know if we can fit Alex Morgan and her ego both in that same pocket. That'd be a big pocket. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need Red Bull Arena's woodwork to calm down. I, I, before I need to call... Hold on, Joe. We're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need Red Bull Arena's woodwork to calm down before I need to call for more bad refereeing to make sure Lynn Family Stadium maintains the worst home field advantage Dang. in the league. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to need them to calm that down. You, you sort of twisted all of that together. I see what you did there. Hey, we got a reputation for bad refereeing and the worst home field advantage in terms of on the field. Let's keep it that way, Red Bull. <laughs> uh, last couple, the East is so screwed in the USL. If their number one team can't beat two of the bottom dwellers back-to-back weeks, mm. East is screwed. Yeah, it's Let's over. Let's go ahead and give the West the trophy. Yep. Congratulations. Go ahead. So, and, you know, Cam, Cam's washed up. How can you not <laughs> score on your debut against moderate? You're, no, you're out. You're, you're washed out. up. Wait, yeah. wait, Way to waste all that excitement, dude. <laughs> Back to Tottenham with here. you. Get out of here. No, I'm done. I'm um, done. I'll tell you. Good. So there, there you go, kids. There are your exaggerations, exaggerations. this week. I like it. <laughs> Said Cam. Cam. I thought he was going to score, to be honest with you. I, I, was, I was like, this, they're setting him up for Dude, like a magical I was moment. Ter- I was terrified at first. He came on and he had a little a little gimp with that knee a couple seconds after coming on, a couple minutes. I was like, oh, right. no. Here we go again. Yeah. Well. But I'll hopefully be excited to see him and Wilson link up. Yes, sir. You know, this I was not happens. ready for them to be on the same field at the same time. That yeah, was a little surprising. I th- I'm surprised that they took Ombi up. But apparently fact, preseason, mm-hmm. apparently preseason, that's what they were going for. Really? Uh, and, but also, I was very surprised. I think you were about to say that they took Ombi off as part of those switches, mm-hmm. too. But I'm thinking that has something to do with them for Wednesday. Yeah, you know, sure you know, let's let's. Joe, Joe, we ended on a happy note. Let's mm-hmm. let, let, let's not let's not bring the people down. No, further. well, that's okay, man. If, if people come Wednesday, they get to hear me sing the national anthem, and I, we haven't lost a U.S. Open or playoff game that I've sung at. So there you go. So actually, I, I did have one more exaggeration. It wasn't even an exaggeration. It was just a funny joke I had from the game Saturday. Do it. You know, it's military appreciation night. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a member of the armed services deliver the ball to midfield to the head ref. And I go, we should sub that guy on. Full gear, full, <laughs> full everything. Because, <gear. laughs> I mean, can you imagine someone trying to dispossess him while he pulls out his 9 millimeter? Really? <laughs> Back away. Back up. Hey. That's that guy's going to lead the league in goals. Right. 
<laughs> you know, I, I had that same joke when when the uh, Team USA was in the World Cup in Brazil, mm-hmm. and at the time, Vice President Biden was the official representative okay. with the team. Mm-hmm. I go sub Biden on. They'll score. <laughs> They'll score. Secret the, Service. The, the Secret Service See, all around them. Won't let him. With, <laughs> won't let anyone within five feet of him. Yeah, really. They'll just walk it into the net. Yeah, man. Wow, you Team USA led the led the World Cup in goals and assaults and dead bodies. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Somehow less violence than normal day in, days in Brazil. Yeah, really. You're not kidding. I love you, our Brazilian listeners, whoever yeah, you are. Whoever you are. Well, All right. Well, bud, unless you got anything else, I think that's a. I think that's going to be a wrap. Oh, dear Lord, let's win this Wednesday. Let's see what happens this week, man. All right, everybody. All right, Joey Cecil. Thanks, pal. Thank you, sir. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Man, he does a great job, doesn't he? And I want to thank you for listening. Appreciate all the compliments and all the comments, all the kind words. They really, really mean a lot. Um, episode 34, by the way. Gosh, time flies when you're having fun, right? I hope you are having fun listening to this. <laughs> Getting plenty of downloads, man. It's it's pretty awesome, plus uh, people listening to it online. So that's wonderful. Uh, thank you. Uh, this show is on Amazon. It is on iTunes. It is on Podbean, and it is also on Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. <laughs> ah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine, man. Uh, sitting here this week uh, contemplating leaving my job. Doing what? I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that uh, I'm like a lot of you that you want to feel fulfilled and satisfied and I don't know just not there right now so what are you doing to make that happen I'm too old to have kids that's for sure (laughs) but not too old to practice (laughs) I'm an idiot Um, but man it's all about support right and hopefully um, when times get a little darker um, you have someone to lean on I know that I do, and that's I'm very thankful for that. But it's not dark. It's just, whew, you know? Sometimes you just look in the mirror and you see a question mark. <laughs> Who are you, man? But anyway, I'm going to be fine, and you're going to be fine, and we're going to be fine. Because we got each other in some way, shape, or form, be it family or certainly this Louisville City thing which has become such a central part of my life. I mean, I don't, seriously, I have no idea. I literally have no idea what I'd do without it. Really, so true to say. So there you go. Another show in the books. Uh, If you're listening to this today on Wednesday, big match tonight against uh, the MLS Nashville squad. Yours truly singing the national anthem. Hope I do well. (laughs) And then some uh, NWSL and USL action coming up uh, this week. So, hopefully you're going to be at the matches or watching the matches on TV. And, uh, man, it's going to be a good year. It really is. I love you guys. I swear I do. Gosh. Thank you for being in my life. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Let's win this match tonight. And let's see racing continue on this wonderful run. And let's get Louisville back on track, Louisville City. Once again, love you. Hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you soon.